0: Purple Nation podcast, podcast reminding us that we live in a diverse nation, a nation diverse in faith, diverse in culture, diverse in politics, and diverse in thought. Though we are a diverse nation, we are one nation, not a red nation, not a blue nation, but a purple nation. Hello, Purple Nation friends. Well, tomorrow is Thanksgiving, and so I thought that on this episode I would talk about things to be thankful for. So this episode is going to be in two parts. First, I'm going to get a little personal. I'm going to talk about things that I am personally thankful for. And then I'm going to talk about things that I believe that we as a nation should be thankful for. Only a few things. Now, understand that this is not going to be an exhaustive list of everything that we, are, we should be thankful for. I'm going to look at basically four things and say, okay, as a nation, as the United States of America, we should be, we should be thankful for these four things. Uh, understanding that there are many, many other things that we should be thankful for as a nation, as a whole, as a union. That being said, I can't address them all. The show would go on for days. So I have picked what I think are four important ones. But let's start, as I said, by getting a little bit personal. What am I thankful for? Well, first of all, there are some people that uh, they look at their life, they look at what they have gone through over a certain period and they, might think that they don't have anything to be thankful for. And the bottom line is, I think if we look close enough, if we examine our life close enough, we can always find things to be thankful for. Now, I I also understand that I am coming at this from the perspective of a Christian. And I also understand that uh, some people listening don't have that perspective. That's not their worldview. They aren't looking at it from a Christian perspective. That being said, uh, it's a little bit harder. It's definitely a little bit harder if if uh, Christ is not central in your life, but it's still possible to look at your life and say, I have this to be thankful for. Now with me, I, I look at, my life over really the past two years. And if I'm honest about it, there have been some hardships. There have been some major losses. So it all starts on April 13th, 2020. Well, we know in March, the nation was locked down because of COVID. And that's, and we started losing people. We started losing people at an alarming rate, especially in certain states, such as California, such as New York, such as Washington, and also such as Michigan. Uh, Michigan, where I'm from, where I grew up. I don't live there now, but that's my home state. It is also the home state of many people in my family. And at the time it was the home state of my mother who caught COVID and who on April 13th of 2020 died from COVID. I did not realize it, but that was the first of what would be several losses of important people in my life. The very next month, one of my mentors, a person who was very important to me, uh, died as a result of cancer. August 8th, on the day that we were holding the memorial service for my mother, because remember, uh, even the ways of grieving had to change during COVID. Uh, so even though my mother died on uh, April 13th, we weren't able to hold a memorial service until August 8th. And on that very same day, one of the pillars of the church that I pastor died. But of course the major loss would take place on February 16th of 2021, February 16th of this year. And that is when I would lose my wife to diabetic ketoacidosis. And so it's been a challenging several months. It's been a time of learning how to be a single dad. It's been a time of learning how to pastor in a different way because uh, your partner who was there to pastor with you uh, is no longer there. It has been a season of grief. It has been a season of anger. It has been a season of sadness. And guess what? It ha- I still have a lot to be thankful for. The first thing that I have to be thankful for is that I was blessed to have 23 years of marriage to Makiba Denise Ruff. The fact that I was lucky enough to have her as a partner in marriage and a partner in ministry and a partner in life is something that I should be thankful for. Yes, she is no longer with me we had 23 years together, and that is a reason to give thanks. I'm thankful of the wife that she was. I'm thankful of the mother that she was. I'm thankful of the woman of God that she grew into becoming. I'm I'm very thankful for that. I'm thankful for three children that God has blessed me with, three boys. Now, I have to admit that when we're on road trips and you're on six-hour or 12-hour drives, uh, sometimes I'm a little less thankful, but I'm still thankful. I am thankful, yes, for the blessing of my children. I am thankful for the church that God has sent me to serve, a church that during very difficult times in life has not only, not only been a congregation, but they have shown what it means to be the church. They are a people who have stepped up. They are a people who have been there, that have been supportive, that have been people who were a listening ear, people who were willing to cook a meal, people who were willing to cut the grass, people who were willing to see to it that the house was clean, people who were there for me and for my family. And I am so, so, so very thankful for them. I'm thankful for my family. I have a great family, aunts and uncle and cousins. Again, these are people who are and have been a blessing to me, and I am thankful for them. Yes, it's been a rough two years for me, but even in the fact that it's been a rough two years I know that I have a lot to be thankful for. And I, finally, I will say as a Christian, now again, this is something that is uniquely Christian, but I am thankful for Jesus Christ. I'm thankful that he went to the cross for me, and because of him, I have salvation. So yes, I have a lot to be thankful for. I'm thankful for 23 years of marriage. I'm thankful for my children. I'm thankful for my family, both my church family and my biological family. And if you sit and you think about it on a personal level, you're gonna find that yes, you have reasons to be thankful even if it's been rough, even if you've gone through hardship, even if you've gone through loss, you have a reason to be thankful. Just sit and ponder it. And maybe it's something as simple as you're able to sit on your porch and see another sunrise or a sunset. You're able to see the beauty of that. Maybe that's what you have to be thankful for. Maybe you have someone special in your life. Maybe they're just a friend, maybe there's something more. Maybe that's your reason to be thankful. Maybe your reason to be thankful is realizing how important you are in some other people's lives. That's one that's really important, especially when we're going through hard and difficult times is to remember that yes, we may be doing that and and it might be hard, it might be depressing, but to realize that you're important in someone else's life, that's that's a reason to be thankful as well. Those are all personal reasons. But of course, the title of this podcast is Purple Nation, not a red nation, not a blue nation, but a purple nation, one nation. What are those things? What are some things that we have as a nation to be thankful for? So that's what I want to address right now. And we're, we're going to talk about these four things that I believe that as a nation, we have a reason to be thankful for and the first thing is jobs jobs uh, you know uh, you would think that after a pandemic that the job market would be a employers market but no we are not in an employers market we are in an employees market and employees have a lot of leverage they have a lot of strength and that's a reason to be thankful, a reason that there's jobs out there, there's jobs available that people can, they, they really do have a choice right now on the type of jobs they choose to take. And it's it's great to have that choice. It's great to have that flexibility. It's, and that is not the case everywhere. But in our nation right now, we are blessed that we do have the job situation that we have. And we should be thankful for that. We we should be thankful that there are so many options. We should be thankful that we do indeed have the flexibility that we have. So I said there were gonna be four things. The second thing that I think that we should be thankful for is peace. Now I know what some of you are thinking. You look at over the last year and a half, two years, and you say, "Franklin, are you have you lost your mind?" Thankful about peace, we've had riots and unrest in in all of these cities. We've had uh, all of these major court cases that have led to uh, discontent within the country. We had. People run over people in parades. What do you mean, peace? Well, all of those things are true. But when we look at our nation, if we're honest about it, especially if we compare it to what the rest of the world has to deal with, uh, yes, we have to deal with violence. Any place that you live, you're going to have to deal with some level of violence. But relatively, we live in a peaceful nation. We should be thankful for that. And if you don't if you don't believe that, just look to the south in Mexico, where they're dealing with cartels that are kidnapping and and in some cases murdering people. That's just to the south of us. That's our southern neighbor. Look to places like Yemen who are dealing with war, uh, places like Afghanistan who are dealing with the aftermath of war. Uh, they're, when, when, when we look at it honestly, we have to remember that the majority of the world does not enjoy the peace and security that we do. And we should be thankful for that. Number three, we should be thankful for our freedoms. We should be thankful for our freedoms. We live in a nation where if you liked Donald Trump when he was president, you could speak positively of him. If you didn't like him, you could speak negatively of him openly. If you like Joe Biden, you could speak positively of him. If you don't like Joe Biden, you could speak negatively of him openly. And you don't have to worry about the secret police whisking you away and making you disappear because you dared to speak negatively against the government. Or you dared to speak positively of someone that the government doesn't like. We're able to come and go as we please. Everything's given. I travel through several states to get home. I don't have to go through border checkpoints. I don't have to show my papers. We should be thankful for the freedom that we enjoy, especially in such a large nation. We should be thankful, but we should also make sure that we do not take it for granted. Uh, Ronald Reagan made the statement that freedom is only one generation away uh, from being extinguished. That's not an exact quote, but that's basically uh, what he was saying. If we don't fight for it, if we don't appreciate it, Uh, that it can, we can lose it. But we have it now. And when we look at things that we have to give thanks for as a nation, as one unified nation, regardless of what your political beliefs are, regardless of what your religious beliefs are, we should be thankful for our freedom. And finally, we should be thankful that we are able to live in this great country that we're able to live in. Now, I don't want you to misunderstand me. There are other great places to live. Uh, There are places that I would consider living other than here, if if I had to, there are other places. But take this into consideration. You live in a place that people are not fleeing. They are not trying to get out of, but they're trying to get into. Right now in in Belarus, there are thousands of Iraqi refugees trying to get into Europe. They're leaving, they're, they're fleeing Iraq and trying to get into Europe. But you live in a place that people want to come to. Just consider that. Consider how privileged, and I think we sometimes don't take that into consideration regardless of where you are politically, regardless of your beliefs about this nation, you are privileged to live here. You live in a nation where you live in a standard of living that is better than the majority of the rest of the world. Even if you are on the lower end of the economic scale in the United States, you are still living in a situation where you are in the top half of people in the world. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't have work to do. Our Constitution starts out by saying uh, that we want to form a more perfect union. The fact that we are forming a more perfect union means that we're not perfect. That means that we have room for improvement. I understand and I admit that. But that being said, if you want to talk about something to be thankful for, the fact that you are here, the fact that you are a, a national, the fact that you are a resident, the fact that you are a citizen of the United States is a reason to be thankful. Even with our warts even with our flaws, If you talk to people that live in other places in the world and ask them what they want to be here, many of them would say yes. So this is a reason. Where you live is a reason to be thankful. So as we go forward into this Thanksgiving, think about those reasons, those personal reasons that you have to be thankful. I've given you some of mine. I'm thankful that I was so blessed to have 23 years with my wife. I'm thankful for my children. I'm thankful that I I have such a wonderful church family and such a wonderful extended family. I am thankful for that. And then let's come together as one nation Let us be thankful for the freedom that we have. And let us be thankful that we have the luck and the privilege to live here in this great nation. And let us, as we think about the things that we have to be thankful for as a nation, let us try to be thankful for them As one nation, not a red nation, not a blue nation, but a purple nation.